From Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center in Vacaville, California. Here's Reverend Dahlia Adams. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and it is my honor, my pleasure to be here with you today. This is still 2020. It's been quite a year in many, many ways. And here at Unity of the Valley, we have focused on the way of peace for the year 2020. And that's been a guiding theme for us and how very appropriate this year has called upon us over and over and over again to find that peace that lives deep within our hearts, the peace of God, so that we could bring that peace into our experience of each and every day, so that we can be the presence of peace for others and everybody whose lives we touch. The way of peace continues to be a powerful vision for the remainder of this year and for all of the things that are unfolding even as we meet. Today we are focusing on a story, David and Goliath. And what inspired that is there has just been so much in the last few weeks, in the last few days, and I've been listening to people um, in many different ways, in media, on the telephone, in Zoom meetings, person to person, um, on TV. I've been listening and I've been hearing so many people say something to the effect of, I'm overwhelmed, and I'm afraid. We're in the middle, or we have been in the middle of an election now for a while, and people on both sides and people in the middle have been saying some of the same things that, I don't know if I can handle this. I just want to go hide. You know, I don't know what to do with myself. I am not sleeping. I am afraid. Or fear about the pandemic, the COVID virus that is at this moment rising or spiking again in our country. And people are afraid. Or I've heard people talk about being overwhelmed because of financial challenges. Or personal challenges, the loss of someone that they have loved, a medical diagnosis, treatment that seems a little bit scary. And so any one of those things can be the giant that we face. The thing about Goliath is in the story, in the biblical story, Goliath scared everybody. Everybody reduced to a very small and frightened version of themselves because of Goliath. And that's what we have. We have so many things that, not necessarily, but for some people, for many people, 
bring them to moments of feeling reduced or small in the face of it, feeling overwhelmed by it. And I know, I know everybody who is joining us here today has skills and understanding and faith that is a powerful way of rising again. But I want to talk a little bit today about what we do, how we respond when we are facing the Goliaths in our lives. We've just been look, looking at the idea of finding safety, of taking refuge, because when we're facing something frightening, that's very important to have a way of finding safety, the safety within us, you know, the safety in our minds and hearts that allows us to be all that we can be. And in the book that we studied, we, we learned about taking refuge in God or in the Buddha, taking refuge in the way, the teaching, the path, or the Dharma, and taking refuge in the Sangha or our spiritual community, all of us who are joining together today right now, all of us that meet in smaller groups to talk about the way spirit rises within us. So we find safety in many different ways. And, and in the book that we studied, True Refuge, we learned that the mindfulness that allows us to take refuge can be um, cultivated, can be strengthened through skills that were captured by the acronym R-A-I-N. We begin by recognizing, becoming aware of, of what is. And that awareness then allows us the beginning steps of being present to what is, to whatever Goliath might be showing up in our lives. And A is for accepting or allowing that which is. I is for a gentle curiosity with which we investigate what is. And N is for non-identification or not identifying with it, knowing that whatever this is that is looming is not the truth of who I am. But the author, Tara Brock, added one more meaning for the N, and that's nurturing herself. When we become scared or angry or overwhelmed or stressed out, the very first and most important response is to nurture ourselves, to have compassion for ourselves. And when we do that, when we use these skills, when we move through this process, and we do it gently and courageously, and we nurture ourselves as we do this, we open ourselves up to that peace. And it is out of that peaceful consciousness that we are able to respond 
we are able to confront the Goliath in our lives. Dr. Viktor Frankl, whose Goliath was the concentration camps in Nazi Germany and the loss of everyone he loved. Afterwards, as he was reflecting and teaching, he wrote, between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space lies our power and our freedom. So the stimulus is that big giant of whatever that we're confronting. And there's a knee-jerk response, you know, to fight, to push, to run, to hide. But when we use the practices that we learn, the mindfulness practices, we create that space. We create that space out of which we can respond. And when we do that, we bring the full power, the full truth of who we are into that response. And we do much better in that situation. And so the story of David and Goliath tells the story of how to center ourselves in truth, in the truth of who we are, in the truth of God's presence, the truth that God is our refuge, to center ourselves in that truth as we face the Goliath of our lives. I found a video online that says, please use me and show me to other people. And I thought that was a good suggestion. We'll play a little clip of it for those who might not know much about the story of David and Goliath. To secure the promised land, the Israelites must defeat the Philistines. King Saul has lost God's blessing. And now he faces the Philistines' greatest champion, Goliath. Will one of you fight me, Israelites? You win, and the Philistines will be your slaves. I win, and you will be our slaves. Someone must fight him. Not you, Jonathan. The warrior who defeats him will be a rich man. Not one man in Israel. Not one of God's people. I'll do it. You're no soldier, you're a shepherd. Yes, shepherd. So I protect my sheep, God will protect me. Where is your faith? Where is your God? I'll kill him. Need this. I'll be better without it. 
So the story of David and Goliath comes from the Bible, from 1 Samuel, and the particular verses we're looking at are 17 through 20. And in the beginning of the story, Jesse, who is David's father, and David, of course, later on, will become the king of Israel. But at this point, he was a shepherd, and his brothers were warriors in the king's army. And Jesse, his father, said to David, take this ephah of roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to their camp. See how your brothers are and bring back some assurance. David's father was worried about his sons, and he wanted to hear that they were okay. So he sent David. And David did as he was told. He was a shepherd. He, he found someone to watch his sheep. And he ran to the battle lines. And he asked his brothers how they were. And as he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance. And you heard in the movie one of the defiances that Goliath was, was using was saying, look at you, you call yourselves people of God and you're all afraid. Because when Goliath would come, they would run, they would scatter, they would hide. So he said, you're people of God and you're still running away. You're afraid. Whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. And what David learned from the things that were being shouted and said was that the king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. So imagine being exempt from taxes for the rest of your life and the rest of your family also. And imagine an offer of be marrying into the royal family and all of the benefits that would bring things far beyond what a shepherd boy can dream of. In the actual scripture, David walks around asking about this promise. He said, what did he promise? What was that? What is it that we can get? So now there were two things 
well, two sets of things that were the gift of defeating Goliath. The first was that the Israelites would be freed from the possibility of slavery because that was the wager. And so this is a high motivation. This is a high aspiration to do this for my countrymen, to do this for my family so that we might be free from slavery and all of the anguish that goes with that. But in addition to that, I will be rich. I will get to marry the king's daughter. And I'll never, ever have to pay taxes again. So this is important to note because as we face Goliath, whatever the Goliath is in our lives, what is it that motivates us? What is it that calls to us? If we don't know what that is, we will not have the energy, the power, the integrity to face Goliath because Goliath will just continue to seem overwhelming, too big, too strong. But if I am doing this for my own freedom, if I've gotten sick and tired of feeling afraid and small and I know that if I face Goliath, I will have freedom of spirit, physical freedom, then that's a strong motivator. If I also believe that in addition to this freedom, abundance will be mine, love will be mine, freedom from taxes will be mine. All of the possibilities of living as part of the royal family would be mine. So I don't know which of these David caught on to, which of these set his heart on fire. But I would bet anything that at least one of these things set his heart on fire. Because when we know what it is that calls to us, what sets our heart on fire, then we have an amazing strength and power because in that moment, we are aligned with that divine presence within us. Because what sets our heart on fire is of God. Is of God. So David went on to say, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hands of this Philistine. You know, because the people around him and, the, and Saul, the king, were saying to him, you're just a shepherd. You don't have what it takes to face Goliath. And my guess is we've all felt that, that we're facing this Goliath in our lives and this thought or feeling like, hey, I'm just Dahlia. I don't know anything about slaying giants like but David's answer was, it's not going to be up to the small, young shepherd to defeat Goliath. 
the same God, that same divine presence that had rescued him in his duties as a shepherd when he was fighting off lions and bears to save his sheep, that same divine presence would work through him to defeat Goliath. And that's a big piece of what we need to do. We've already used our skills to find refuge in God, refuge in the teachings, and we need to trust in that moment that we face our Goliath, that these teachings, that this presence of God that is our refuge will also be our power and our salvation, our safety in that moment when we are facing down the giant. So once he said this to Saul, Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. And the person who put together that movie had him praying the psalm in which he knew that God was with him and be, would be walking with him as he faced the giant. And Saul, Saul gave David his own tunic. Saul gave David armor, metal armor, and, and a shield to protect him. And, and David tried it and, and realized that this isn't me. This isn't me. This is not who I am. And he gave back all of this armor and protection and the helmet. The scriptures say, then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. And David replied, I cannot go in these. And he put them all aside. And instead, instead he picked up a stone. He picked up a stone, in fact, several of stones, and he had a bag in which he carried stones because shepherds back in those days would use a slingshot to protect the sheep from predators. And they were very, very adept, very skillful at using the slingshot. And so when I first heard the story, I, I thought it was a story of how he took the lesser weapon, the less powerful weapon. But that's not what he was doing. He was using that which was his. He was using the slingshot and the stone because this is what he knew. This is where his talent was. This is how he had lived as a shepherd protecting his sheep. So instead of donning or, or wearing the warrior's protections, he took the protection and the weapon that was his as a shepherd. And using the weapon that he knew very, very well, and that was truly a part of who he was, he defeated the giant. So when we face our own giants, 
Not only do we begin by taking refuge in God, in the teachings, in the spiritual community that loves and supports us, not only do we find our safety and our center, the truth of who we are, but when we start moving toward that giant, to be released from the power of that giant, we bring the skills that are the truth of who we are. If we've never carried a gun, we don't bring a gun. If we've never studied law, we don't act as our own lawyer. We bring the wisdom and the guidance that is ours that we know how to integrate and use. We use the faith and the knowing that God is with us and is our strength in this moment of challenge. Just like David, we put down the things that appear to be our protection, but are not of the truth of who we are. So we allow ourselves to be protected through the truth of who we are and the truth that God walks with us, expresses as us every step of the way. So I don't know who to give credit to for this quote, but I thought it was fitting. Peace, it does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, no trouble or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and still be calm in our hearts. So to be in facing that giant, but still own the peace of our heart as we move forward and take the steps that are ours to take. What we have been learning about peace and about refuge is really important because that comes first. That aligns us with the God that lives and breathes through us. But oftentimes we need to go face the giant as well. And in these days, there are quite a few giants wandering around. So it's good that there is that within us that is greater than any giant. Dan Millman, an author, wrote a book called The Peaceful Warrior. It's quite a while ago now. If you haven't read it, it's, it's a great book. But Dan Millman says, live with a peaceful heart and cultivate a warrior's spirit. And so it is. Thank you for listening to Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center. Our services are every Sunday, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. You can support our podcast by making a donation at www.unityvacaville.org.
Mm-hmm.